Real Estate Radio, Byron Lazine, the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny, back in action with Barnum Plans. PK, good to have you back, brother. I missed you, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I left you on your own. We did uh, we did miss you. That was, it was last week during the big snowstorm. I was uh, had the pleasure of being in Connecticut all week. Got back down to sunny South Florida yesterday myself and uh, saw all that standing snow from last week's uh, weekend's storm. I had to. Uh, I think I told. I, I did share with you the only reason that I would miss. You know, it's got to be pretty important if I'm not on the show. But I did have the opportunity to go see the man himself, Mister Billy Joel the night before at the hard rock casino. You, so I, I had, did. To that's why, that's why, that's why I had, I didn't know you were going to see Billy Joel, Billy Joel, Friday night, hard rock casino. Unbelievable. I like, so unbelievable he's back. Show. He's back touring. Uh, he's 73. So he's not as mobile. But, no, I uh, saw him the October, 2019 before, you know, the world shut down in, New York, right? in, Ma- when he was, in Madison square garden. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I had a bunch of friends. I went to that show. Dude, he was, uh, he was unreal. He was absolutely unbelievable. We played for almost three hours. Uh, you know, a little more sitting than standing, but yeah, know, he's a he's lot, getting a up lot there. of sitting. But did he do? Did he go into his radio voice? Did the radio voice? He let one of his uh, guitar players uh, apparently has has always dabbled in singing and let him sing uh, an opera song called Nasen Dorma, which is uh, a, a beautiful Italian opera. But this guy plays guitar for Billy Joel, and then they give him the mic. Everybody goes, the whole stage goes dark, spotlight on him, and the guy sings for seven minutes and absolutely kills it. It was unbelievable. It was such a fun show, and it was fun being back. I got to tell you, it was it was funny being back in any kind of a casino because the second you walk in and you look down at the carpet, that terrible, weird, crazy colors, and and you're like, wow, I am in Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods. Like this is. They all shop at the same place, and it looks exactly the same. Yeah, there's a reason for that. But Billy Joel, he during the concert that I went to MSG, he, he kept like between every song, he would go into his radio voice and, and he'd say, "And the hits keep on coming." You know, he's talking about his own hits. That every yeah. every Billy Joel song that hit, right? Oh, so he was funny. So this time around, he's like, "Yeah," he goes, "You know, this song, uh, you know, this song." Didn't sell any records, didn't make me any money, but uh, I like playing it, so we're going to go ahead and play it. And he would play, like, you know, track nine off of an album from 77, and you were like, wow, this is, it was it was really, really fun. He did a great job. Uh, not that he needs my praise or, or approval, but um, no, it was unbelievable. Super fun. That was, But again, you know if I'm going to miss it, it's going to be for something important, and that was that was it. I thought it was the best concert I had ever been to. Plus, being an MSG, it's just like the whole thing. It's close, man, because I went to go see my father and I about six years ago, went to go see the man himself, Mr. Bruce Springsteen in Hartford. And I mean, that show was unbelievable. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, Hartford's great. not that big, right? So like, you're going to be up, you're going to be fairly close regardless of where you are in Hartford. And it was just, it was unreal. I mean, he was behind uh, his album, The River, which you know, he hadn't, he hadn't done a tour behind since he released it. So super fun, man. Definitely. Good times. Good. Oh, good. Let's I'm glad you. Shows. Glad you got to see that. We got a lot happening here too. PK. We've got. It's February. It's the first show in February, so we've got all of the January numbers with Ooh. the real estate market. We're going to dig into that. We're obviously going to give away some of Martin's money around that. It's really interesting because I don't know. Some of the stat buckets almost contradict the other ones. Uh, you know. But we'll get into them all. We'll, we'll we'll compare to what we were seeing January of last year, 
and and we'll give away Martin's money on that. Uh, I don't know. You wrote in the chat, Facebook equals BlackBerry. If anybody owns Facebook stock, they took a beating this week. What about overall stocks? Uh, I mean, everyone's just been taking a beat in the last few weeks, right, Pat? Yeah, I mean, year-to-date markets are down you know, between three and a half and 10, depending on what you're following, right? The NASDAQ, obviously, being very tech-heavy, uh, has gotten kind of clobbered a little bit. NASDAQ's uh, down 10%? Yeah, NASDAQ's down 9, 9. Uh, S&P, 5.5, and Dow, 3.4, right? So, um, again, you know, NASDAQ, obviously, focused heavily on tech. S&P has a lot of tech elements to it. You know, the Dow's, Dow only being 30 companies, little less impacted by that but yeah i mean facebook definitely it was kind of funny because uh you know obviously apple blowout earnings in spite of you know the things like supply chain all those kind of stuff and then facebook follows it and says yeah because of apple we're having a really hard time we're going to have less users we have less uh, uh less ad revenue i think the first time i think it was the first time since they reported that they actually had lower user engagement quarter over quarter than they've ever had before which is nuts when you think about their platforms, right? Between Facebook, Instagram, and, and WhatsApp, you know, billions of daily users. So taking even a small step back just has this dramatic impact on them. But I mean, the, so, the, so the reason I asked was because what you and I were talking about just beforehand, which is, have they, are they resting on their laurels, do you think? You know, you said innovating and, and you know, I know that they're, they're, they're looking at the metaverse, you know, they're called meta. I mean, you know, they got Oculus, the VR, are they really pushing that fast enough or are they, you know, like I said, blackberrying it where they're like, well, we got the lion's share of the market. Who's going to come for us? No one's going to be able to do anything. And is that going to trip them up? There's a few things. One, and I haven't heard, well, I did actually see a headline on this, but I haven't heard a ton of people talking about this. Everyone's focused on the metaverse. I think that TikTok's just eating their lunch in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, social media, user engagement tiktok was the most visited website in 2021 over google that is saying something significant so you know that's going to take people away from instagram certainly the younger demo is spending far less time on instagram i was talking to um my goddaughter and i asked her you know what are all the kids using she's like tiktok uh, then we direct message with each other on Snapchat and mm. we go on Instagram to like post a photo, right? So Instagram's aged way up. Instagram's like the old Facebook almost. And, you know, they're looking at Instagram as Facebook. They're not even considering Facebook. They're not even going, you know, Instagram's like their PR post a photo, you know, combination <laughs> of LinkedIn, Facebook. So TikTok one. I think Facebook, I was listening to an interesting po- podcast and, you know, they were really talking about the whole meta thing seems like, you know, top of the bubble reaction, meaning they are changing their name before it's even become their core business. Some could mm-hmm. argue that, you know, okay, they're just, they're, they've got the foresight or, it's that they are kind of in trouble and that they're looking for a distraction. So I don't know the other, you know, the other thing we were talking about before the show, I think that they just spent too much time worrying about banning people from their platform and being yeah. like seen as, you know, this super woke company, as opposed to like innovate, innovating for what people care about. I think that that has a lot to do with why they're in this position. You haven't seen as much from, 
Apple and Google worrying about, you know, being seen as, you know, the culture police that you have Facebook and Twitter have. And those two companies have paid for it while Google and Apple just continue to dominate. Yeah, just kind of stay to their, not just to the core business, but, you know, to actually improve our days, right? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All this stuff affects everything in the economy. Ultimately, it can affect your real estate if we go into a, Pat, you haven't heard me say this word since 2020. I know know, know what's coming. Uh, A recession, Pat. Oh, man. A recession. All this stuff can kind of connect to each other. But we've got a whole bunch of stats of what's happening now in real estate. We're going to go over the January numbers, give away some of Martin's money. When we come back, you're listening to Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now. Stimulating talk. If you own a sewing... Real Estate Radio, Byron Lazine, the one team, William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny, Barnum Plans. We've got, Pat, all of the January numbers locked in on the Connecticut MLS. We're going to go back, see how we did. Where are we at right now? Where are we trending with your real estate in Connecticut? We're going to touch on single family homes, good, you know, indicator to follow there, and we'll give away some of Martin's money. 860-464-9490 is the number. When we start uh, asking questions, you can call in and get a gift card to Oleos or we got a, we got a few other restaurants too, but we'll give away some gift cards to Oleos today, courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. So Pat, we've been talking a lot about no inventory, still huge demand. It's driving uh, prices up. That's been the trend. What do you think when I say no inventory? December is usually like a really low uh, time of year for homes on the market. And then come, you know, by February, you start seeing it tick up. So did we follow that trend? Do we continue to go down? I mean, December was just for context. We had the least amount of homes for sale we've ever had since we started tracking on the MLS, um, the Connecticut MLS. Back in 2003, the month of December was the least amount of single-family homes ever available for sale at 5,500. Like just if we go back to even, you know, when the market was really frothy in 2003, we were still over 9,000, 10,000 every single month. 2004, same thing. So 5,500 in December 21, last this past December, we had 1.6 months of inventory in December for single family homes in Connecticut, which was the lowest ever in this 20 year span. I mean, you can't get much lower than that. It means it would only take 1.6 months for all of the current single family inventory to sell through if no other homes came on the market. So did January go any lower, Pat? What, what do you think? Ooh. I don't want to influence. Do you, I mean, you want to have the callers come in first? Cause I don't yeah, want to let's, influence. Let's have the callers. We'll go with months of supply. So 1.6 Months of supply or months of inventory was December, 1.6 months, December. Was January higher or lower? December of 2021 was the lowest possible. A normal market is six months of inventory. 
We haven't, by the way, seen a normal market since like 2016, 17, 18, 19. We were bouncing between five and seven months of inventory on any given uh, time period. Uh, and then 2020, we were already trending lower. We dropped down to four months of inventory. And then once, uh, you know, after the summer of COVID, when everything kind of shook out in, in 2020, that's when it just started plummeting the supply. And so December was the month that for that particular month, when we had the lowest of all time. And uh, where do we sit? Today, do we go even lower in January of 22 for months of supply? It was 1.6 in December. 860-464-9490. 860-464-9490. We're giving away Martin's money, Oleo gift cards, courtesy of service station equipment. If you can call in and get that correct, was January higher or lower on the all-time record low in December of months of supply? And just in case, God for goodness forbid that nobody that somebody hasn't been listening to us for a while, months of supply just means if no new homes get on the market, nothing else is listed in 1.6 months, Connecticut is completely out of homes for sale, right? Single families, because we're just looking at single families. Yeah, I'm that's, sorry. Ab- that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And then obviously condos is going to have a, you know, a slightly different number than single family homes. You can kind of crunch this into all property types if you wanted to. You could go mobile manufactured. You, you could do anything you want. Oof, that was um, nosedive too, huh? Yeah, condos is on a similar trend than single family homes. So we're, we're just talking single family homes. 860-464-9490 was January higher or lower than the record low months of supply, uh, record low being December last month of 2021. Just uh, seeing see, see the charts again just always blows my mind. It's just so crazy how 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 repetitive all of this stuff always tends to be, and how completely out of the norm the last twenty four months have totally been. Yeah, and and prices continue to go up. Like January for two thousand twenty two, we were up five percent in comparison to last January. So last January we had a median sale price of $320,000 for single family homes. And that's just for the month, Pat. That's just for that particular month. This uh, past particular month, we were at 336,000. So if you closed on a house in January of 2022, the median sale price was 336. If you close on a house in July, that particular month, the median sale price was 370. So you can see the seasonality, which is common every single year, that you will find lower sale prices, median and on average, in these winter months. But if you go to the rolling 12, it's just a you know a straight line up. January in 2020, uh, January 2022, this past January, past month, the rolling 12 median sale price was 349, which was up from last month of 346 and up 12.5% from last January, we were at 310. So prices continue to go up. Prices have not uh, gone down yet. The average sale price on the rolling 12 in Connecticut, Pat, single families, get ready for it. The average, different from the median, over $500,000. 
dollars. How severe and unrelenting that line is through all of this. Yeah, just a straight hockey stick up. We've seen it kind of start to top off here in the last few months on the the rolling twelve for average sale prices. Yeah, this is so much higher than it was ever. <laughs> yeah, coming back down ever. Pat, this is the highest prices have ever been in the state of Connecticut. Whether you're looking at median sale prices or you're looking at average sale prices, your home in Connecticut has never been worth more than it is right now. And so is everybody else's, which puts people in that tough spot. It's a tough spot is right, Pat. Actually, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. It's a real tough spot because there are people that want to sell their home either because they want a bigger home, they're relocating, or they want to downsize, you know, a lifestyle decision, downsize or upsizing type of thing. There's a lot of people that want to do that, have the desire to sell their home, get the most money now and go into another house. But they're like, I'm afraid to put my house in the market because I don't know, you know, how I'm going to get that other house. It's so competitive out there on the other side. You can actually use our team, the one team uh, to solve that problem. We have the funding right now in place where we will actually buy the home that you want to purchase. You can move in. There'll be a lien on that home and a lien on your current home. You got to have equity to do this, obviously. And then we'll sell your house after you move into the new house. So you've got to qualify. But if you do want to reach out to me on that, like if you're just like, you know, I can't match up the timing right because of how competitive it is there. So you could basically be putting offers in. If you get it locked in, we'll go buy the house cash, close in two weeks. You can move your stuff into the other one, then sell your current house. Uh, you can reach out to me and we can get you connected on that. Byron at oneandcompany.com, B-Y-R-O-N at O-N-E-A-N-D company all spelled out.com byron at one and company.com and i would get you set up see if you qualify for that deal that's a that's one way to solve the problem we can also do the reverse where we buy your current house that's a, a ravis product that's not a you know our team is actually doing the one where we buy the house you're you're looking at um the other product we have offers you know we could buy your current house which frees you up to you know, if you need the cash, it's a little bit of a, you know, so there's a lot of ways we can solve that problem right now. Cause a lot of people are having that problem. But I think, yeah, instead of, instead of just being frozen right by the problem and just sitting there going, well, I guess I'm stuck. There's nothing I can do. That's not the case at all. At least talk to somebody, you know, reach out to you and your team and at least have that conversation. I think that's one yeah. of the, the interesting things that's come about, you know, certainly in my industry. And I think it's yours as well is, and I think it's across all industry, right? The last two years, have created a lot of very interesting solutions for a lot of some new problems, but just a lot of different issues. I think that, you know, again, that we didn't necessarily have before, right? I mean, you're talking about all time high values in the market. That's never been a thing. <laughs> That's why it's called all time highs. So what do we do now? And, and, you know, between competitiveness, historic lows in, in mortgage rates, lack of inventory, I mean, all of these pieces together, it's, you know, it's like a George Clooney movie here. You're in the perfect storm where you can't just do, what you've always done, right? We talked about Facebook 
innovating, blah, blah, whatever. I mean, the real estate industry, I said, you could attest to this even more than I can. Just watching what, what has been happening in the last two years, uh, you've had to be creative. You've had to be clever. Yeah. You've had to be persistent. I mean, what some of, you know, what some of the crew that, that your team has been doing and dealing with and, you know, I mean, play, <laughs> buyers, right? Buyers going to look at eight, 10, 12 properties and not getting any of them. <laughs> yeah, that's... And you're seeing that a lot right now uh, in January, despite, you know, well... There's, there's really little homes for sale, but I was going to say, despite the fact that pendings are down from January to January last year, about 10%, mm. but still there's so many less homes available in the market compared to last January that you're seeing a lot of buyers in situations where there's 10, 20, 30, 40 offers. I was talking about it last week in the show. We had a situation, Pat, where there was 40 offers on a property. Uh, Vinny from the team, Vinny Valentino just posted something on online today where he's just going through the the showings that he has on this one property that just went live and it was literally like 30 showings today showing requests so it's it's crazy crazy competitive but there are options for you to solve the problem there's a lot of people that you know have put their money into being willing to help solve these problems, their capital, because they don't, they don't maybe want their capital sitting in meta stock right now, or <laughs> some of these other things that are a little more volatile and, uh, you know, it's a smaller return for them to do something like this, but maybe a, a little more predictable for somebody who's being really conservative with their capital. So we have that opportunity available for anybody who does want to check that out. Just email me, Byron at oneandcompany.com. All right, we come back. We got the one team rewind. We'll give away some uh, Martin's money, 860-464-9490. If you want to win some of Martin's money, we'll be right back. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Seeing the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny from Barnum Plans. We've got the one team rewind for the week, PK. You ready for it? Hit me. Hit you. I mean, perfect been a hit, but you know. Hit you off a little something, something. Now you're making All it right, weird, so- Byron. Now you're making it weird. <laughs> so the one team, uh, past week, past seven days, we had seven new listings. 10 properties that we put under contract for buyers, sellers, and investors. And we also had 11 closings. All right, let's get into it. 860-464-9490. By the way, if you want to promote any property that you've got. Seven new listings. We had 98 Leafwood Lane, Unit 185 in Groton hit the market. 98 Leafwood Lane, Unit 185 in Groton. It's uh, just almost 1,100 square feet condo, two bedroom, two bath, first floor end unit with an open floor plan. So 
98 Leafwood Lane. That's on for 189.9. You want to get into to something, uh, an end unit, by the way, under $200,000. Marketed at under 200, of course. Uh, Leafwood's a gray area too, right? It's over by uh, like Wolf 184, by like Antonino Acura and stuff. Yeah, so you can get gr- you can get right great location. That. Yeah, it's perfect. Got hardwoods. This is a great unit. 98 Leafwood Lane, number 185, 189.9. Just hit the market. We also listed some land, 3,700 Acres Road in Newtown for $175,000. We also have 37 High Barlow Road in Newtown, also for $175,000. So uh, those are both over two acres. One's 2.1 acres. The other one's almost three-acre lot. Uh, we also have five Holmes Farm Road in Newtown for $190,000. That is 2.7 acres. Beautiful looking lot, too, by the way. Just gorgeous. And then nine Holmes Farm Road in Newtown for $190,000. So four lots in Newtown if you're looking to build there. 242 Celia Drive in Wolcott. We just put on the market for $205,000. Single family home for two hundred five, one level living, ranch, three bed, and a bath. 242 Celia Drive in Wolcott, $205,000. We also listed 1234 Avon Boulevard in Cheshire. 1234, 1234 Avon Boulevard in Cheshire. I love the address there. 1234. Boom. Sounds like you're making it up. In Ches- it does almost in Cheshire, three hundred thirty thousand. That's a one uh, three bed, one bath, two thousand square foot uh, ranch. Again, so ranches expensive to build. Couldn't build that for less than four hundred thousand. Ranches are the most expensive to build single family homes right now. Under contracts, we had a bunch of them. We had ten under contracts: Old Lime, Madison, Naugatuck, Bridgeport, Hamden. Preston, Wallingford, Manchester, Brantford, and Middletown. And then we had 11 closings. Groton, New Haven, East Haven, Killingworth, Clinton, Hamden, Waterford, Norwich, Middlefield, Guilford, and Groton. So that is the one team at William Ravis Real Estate. Rewind for the week. If you want to check those out, you can go to the one team wr.com and just click blog. Check all those out or check any properties out on the market the one team wr.com is where you can go for all of that information fun little fact on the back of your one two three four address you know one two three four five is actually a valid zip code in the u.s it's in schenectady new york and it actually goes to the general electric mailroom just just for them ge's mailroom back in like the 70s uh, one two three four five is in is their their direct mail room in Schenectady, New York. So that's got to be the greatest thing in the world. I mean, I can't imagine the first times you know, first three or four times you tell somebody, "Hey, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, blank 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 Schenectady, New York." One two three four five. And they're like, "No way! What are you talking about?" You're like, "Yeah, no, no, it's real. This is, <laughs> this is a real is thing crazy. I'm telling you right now." Fun facts, Pet PK. You're full of fun facts. Yes, I'm full of a lot of things. Fun facts is just one of them. Um, all right, 860-464-9490 is the number. We're still giving away Martin's money if you want to call in 
and take a stab at whether January was higher or lower than the record low month for months of inventory for single family homes, which was December, the month before. Did we set a new record in January, higher or lower than December for months of inventory for single family homes in Connecticut? 860-464-9490. We're giving away gift card to Olios. Pat, I guess we did have a caller, but they didn't want to come on the air. You got to come on the air if you're going to win Martin's money. Martin made that rule a long time ago. We want to hear your voice, you know. And there's nothing like zombie mom's voice or, or, you know, some of these other great callers we've had in the past. So whether you're a first-time caller or you've called in the past, we got to hear your voice if you're going to win Martin's money. 860-464-9490. It's not real. If you're not on the air, it's not real. I mean, yeah, we did listen. We, we did one of these. Yeah, we used to remember we did email entries for a little while. We let you get away with that. You get yeah. some emails and then we do we tally them all up and first come for it. No, 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 no. Martin, Martin dropped the hammer on that after calling us hammerheads and then said, we're doing this. You got to go on the air. We're, we're definitely not uh, going to let you email anymore. Can't, can't do it. <laughs> A six zero four six four ninety four ninety is number. Pat, did we? Uh, we went through the the U haul. Do we? We we go through U haul here or United Van Lines? Uh, we did Van Lines. You did U haul. I think with Nicole. We did Van Lines on here. No, we must have done U uh, haul. I don't believe you. You don't believe it, huh? I don't believe it. Well, here's did the we deal. Did? I thought we did. I thought we did. I thought we did United because we've done United in the past. Yeah, I, the only yeah the only tab that I have that's been used prior is the annual 2021 United Van Lines Mover Study. All right, my so my U-Haul one is not clicked. You haven't done the U-Haul one. Well, I think we had conflicting information, and we didn't know which one we were going to use. Well, that's what it was. Yeah, Connecticut was, uh, was good on one and not the other, right? Yeah, and then we had a separate article that you and I were talking about where there was an influx of people, but then we had the caveat, the whole van line U-Haul thing is only moves that they partake in, right? It's not like they're, like they're not doing a census of the state. You know, they're just talking about their experiences as moving companies. So we had to go through that whole thing. That old chestnut, you know? Yeah, there was a lot going on there, Pat. Well, we can get into that maybe next week because there, there is uh, one of those studies we didn't we didn't use. Yeah, I don't think, I, I think so. We didn't, you and I did not do U-Haul together. Uh, which I thought was more positive for Connecticut. We had positive news for Connecticut because we were talking about how we'd actually grown for the first time in quite some time. And we spent some time talking about how international was a big contributor to that, um, you know, because of all the different corporations and stuff that we have in the state of Connecticut. And then I think United Van Lines was like, nope, Connecticut's terrible. We hate, you know, we, we don't like it. And then we stopped. Yeah, they still United. put Connecticut in the in the bottom. Yeah, in the moving out states, which is not factually incorrect. It's a biased study. I don't like it. But again, once again, the good news is they also didn't include DC. That's our first disqualifier for state studies. What are your What are your clients that are primary residents in Connecticut? What are they saying about their future residency in Connecticut? I, mean, I would I would guess over at Barnum Plans, doing the financial planning, the majority of your clients could be of a retired or older demo. Yeah. I mean, most of, yeah, most of our clientele, uh, ages into pre-retiree or, or early retiree. Right. So early, you know, late fifties, early sixties, but yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people stay 
will stay northerly because of family, right? So uh, good luck getting the grandma to move away from her grandbabies. That's never going to happen. Um, but if that isn't there, like if that's not a, a holding because the, you know the kids and the grandkids live states away or those kind of things, uh, a fair amount of our clients, um, you know, have moved just for tax reasons. I mean, to be totally fair, it's not necessarily a quality of life. You know, some of them don't like the weather, those kind of things. But a lot of it is just, you know, if you're living in Connecticut, making anything, any kind of a reasonable income, you're going to be paying six to seven percent in state income tax, and to get an immediate pay raise just by relocating somewhere that doesn't have that. That's been a big draw for for a lot of people. Not that most people have to do it, but why would you not? So you're still seeing that trend just in a small your small sample size. Absolutely, especially given you know inflation over the last six months, overall just cost of living, right? Whether it's the hyperinflation we've had the last three months or just in general, you know, if you can save six to seven percent in taxes and have an overall lower cost of living, it'd be totally fair. Probably have a better quality of life because you're not shoveling snow and some of those kind of things, especially if you're elderly. Why not? Interesting. A6L 464 9490. We'll we'll try to give away a little bit of Martin's money before we close out the show when we come back. Real Estate Radio 949 News Now. Stimulating talk. It's Dan from Kitch. Maybe cold outside, but we are cooking at Kitch. Speaking of cooking. Six zero four six four ninety four ninety is the number. If you have any idea of where we're at for January, call in. We're giving away Oleo's gift cards. Eight six zero four six four ninety four ninety was January a new record low for months of inventory? Yes or no? Higher or lower than December the previous month, which was the record low historically for months of inventory. That just means uh, single family homes, how many months it would take for all the homes in the market to sell before we got to zero, which in December we were at 1.6 months of inventory. So was January higher or lower? You can get some of Martin's money. Oleo gift card courtesy of service station equipment, which is your residential tank specialist, by the way. Uh, all you gotta do is call in eight six zero four six four ninety four ninety. But Pat, a couple other interesting stats: January closings were down from December, which is common for this time of year. But they were down year over year from last January, uh, about thirteen percent. So a lot less closings twenty eight hundred. Uh, uh, if we go rolling 12, we're down 3.3%. So closings are down overall, single single family homes. We've got Jim from Lisbon with a guest. Jim, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Staying staying warm. Staying in, staying warm. I'm glad to hear you're doing, doing well and that you are warm. Any big plans for the weekend? 
No, I just went out there cleaning up the driveway. That was it. That's my excitement right. for the weekend. You Do you own single-family home? Are you an owner? I am. Before I ask you the Martin's money question, what are your thoughts on your house being worth more today than it ever has been? How does that make you feel? Do you not care? Where, where, where are you at with uh, the value of your home right now? I, th- I think it's a good thing. Um, we had that dry spell there for, what, three or four years when, like every other house, had a for sale sign out in the front of it. That's right. That's, that's so true. And Lisbon maybe wasn't as, as uh, impacted as some of the surrounding towns because Lisbon usually has, even during those times, has few homes in the market and they sell through pretty quickly. But, yeah, everybody you know certainly saw an uptick. <laughs> During those years, you're you're in a uh, very very desired town, my friend. Historically, yes. yes. Well, we have a tax some tax base for a rural town like that. That's right. You know, we, all right, Jim. What do you Walmart, what do you have for? You have the other one up on the hill, so they're producing. That's right. What do you have for not, a not guess? Bad for a town that's a that's one third of a zip code. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's very good. <laughs> Lisbon always has done a good job. Jim, what do you have for a guess on? Uh, well, I'm thinking that anybody who's selling their house is probably going to want to spend one last Christmas in, in that house before they sell it. So I think that they opened the floodgates in January. So I think the inventory was higher in January than, than December. Is that your final guess, Jim? Uh-oh. <laughs> Jim, if you listen to the show before, when I Byron to the pauses... Show a lot. That means say no and guess the other way. No, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to say it was higher. All right. It was lower. January, we had 1.3 months of inventory on single-family homes for Connecticut, and uh, it was 1.6 in December, so it was lower. set a new all-time low wow. for months of supply, and by the way, it hit a new all-time low for just not just months of supply, but overall homes on the market. We had a, hit another low. We only had 4,500 available homes for single-family homes uh, in January, where January 2021, we had 7,600. So 3,000 less homes were available for sale. And that's where I think we saw some of the pending numbers get impacted. But Jim, I tell you what, stay on the line. We're going to get you a gift card anyways. Oh, that's great. Mar- Martin likes it when we hook up uh, people at Clones. Well, you know what I was going to say? The other side of that coin is, I guess the people want to spend the first Christmas in the new house Instead of yeah, it's, the last Christmas in the old house, right? Yeah, I mean, there's been a ton of sales the last couple of years, obviously, since 2020. So a lot of people have bought. A lot of people don't want to move. Or a lot of people want to buy a second home and they you know, they want to do uh, you know, what Blackstone's doing. They want to rent the house. So you just don't have a lot of people that want to sell right now. But, uh, yeah, that's the deal. There's a lot of people want to buy and not a lot of people want to sell. So, Jim, stay in line. We're going to get you hooked up. Have a great weekend, Thank you, my guys. friend. guys. Have a great day. 1.3. Yeah, 1.3 months of inventory. It's absurd. It, it is absurd. You can go on. Obviously, I'll send you these stats if you ever wanted them. Anybody listening could email me, Byron at oneantcompany.com, and I will uh, send you any of the MLS stats specific to your town. You could get very generalized stats if you went on uh, Redfin data. You know, I would definitely prefer that you have the more accurate stats for your location off of the Connecticut MLS. But if you went on Redfin data, you'd see the same trend 
they call it weeks of inventory there, but they've got all these different categories that I'm talking about. Redfin Data Center would, would give you some of these stats if you just wanted to play around with charts. If you were a big time nerd like me, PK, I've called you a lot of things. I don't know if a nerd has been on the list recently, but no. When it comes to real estate, when it comes to real estate numbers, you do tend to nerd quite a bit. What's some? And I don't want to put you on the spot if you don't have it in front of you. What's the rest of the the country kind of look like when it comes to? I mean, I know this has been a fairly common trend. I can't imagine that we're hyper-isolated in Connecticut, but I know we've talked about this for years. Connecticut is kind of a unique market where uh, it tends to, to tr- not, it doesn't necessarily lead, it tends to trail more. And I'm kind of wondering what uh, all some of the, the rest of... Basically, all of the major metros are under two months of inventory for single-family homes like we are. And... Uh, and you can go, like I said, on that Redfin data to kind of confirm that. But uh, months of supply, you can see. I mean, I'm just bringing up that this national number here, Pat, because me and Pat are looking together right now at the Redfin data center uh, to answer Pat's question. I switched off of the Connecticut MLS, and I'm there. And so months of supply nationally. They don't have their January numbers. They, 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 you know, they're, they're slacking. Redfin's slacking. They just they don't have January. They have December's numbers. So December 2021, national months of supply was one month. So, so it was a little less than what we're seeing in Connecticut. We were at 1.6 in December. Yeah. It was one month even nationally, according to Redfin's data. Uh, and that was all residential. Let me go to just single family see if that changes that number at all uh it was it was less it was 0.9 months that's absurd pat that's that is it's literally being measured nationally that is 100 that you're you're now under a full month that's absurd oh yeah am i looking at that right am i am i talking weeks here no it says months of supply on the left yes 0.9 yeah so but i'm sorry like yeah when you're talking to somebody you're not going to tell somebody it's 0.9 you're going to say it's less than a month yeah, less than yeah. a month. Or it's three or four weeks. Yeah, less than a month for a single family. You know, they'll they'll if you go on if you do go on this Redfin data center, go on not on your phone. It gets a little wonky. I've tried it on the phone. You <laughs> want to go on your desktop because they have all these drop downs and you can go region so you can get into some regions in Connecticut. You can actually go into some counties. There there's even some counties. You can just go for the state. Uh, let's uncheck all the states and just go Connecticut. See what, see how they compare to the MLS months of supply. It's just there's nothing coming up. They have no respect for Connecticut. What is up with that? It's weak. What are we doing? I might be doing something wrong, but like nothing's coming up for Connecticut. Redfin <laughs> has absolutely no respect. Uh, this went back to all states. There's absolutely no respect for Connecticut. Median sale price for December, Pat, is higher than Connecticut's, 383. Mm. That's according to Redfin for not, that's national number. Boston Metro is 619,000 for median. Wow. Median sale price. That's all residential. If we go to single family, it'll go up even more, but. 630 nationals 399 400,000 December 
$400,000 is the median sale price. That's insane. A little that's, bit insane. That's a, that's that's a fairly high number. Holy. Yeah. I mean, there's not, and this is way, you know, I want to get into this more, Pat, on a future show because I, I mentioned to you on a break that I'm digging into some numbers that there's 1.5 million homes being built right now that are like within 12 months of hitting the market, which, you know, I've been over here screaming, we have no inventory. That would change inventory. But all these homes that are being built, Pat, they're not $200,000 homes. And not everybody can afford $400,000 homes that's looking for a home. And interest rates are going up. And, 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 like the cost of building these are never going to go down, right? So where are some of the more affordable homes coming from? And get the other big one, Pat, is less people are buying, able to buy homes. Homeownership is starting to shrink again. Yeah. Well, and, and you compound that with too, like obviously inflation on top of that. So your dollar is not worth as much. Your home value is going up. Yeah. So the sale price is higher. The, the money costs more. And then if you're somebody who had been investing, if you were doing it solo, especially had been investing the savings as a lot of people do, this, this uh, start of the month has not been helping you. Yeah. We, we've got to keep our eye on this so that we can predict the future. If you guys want to connect with Pat on your future, barnumplans.com is the place to go. If you've got any real estate questions, reach out to me. You can go to the one team wr.com. You can email me Byron at one and company. And if you'd like for me to pay for your license, you can go always go to real estate agent scholarship.com real estate agent scholarship.com. We are still doing that scholarship program here in 2022. So if you hate your job, don't quit it. Grow into real estate, realestateagentscholarship.com. All right. Thank you, Mike, over at 94.9. Thank you, Martin McKinney and everybody at Service Station Equipment for supporting the show. PK, we're out. We'll see you next week. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Salon Buick GMC Studios, WJJF, Montauk, Ledger, Mystic, Norwich, 94.9 News Now.